Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Hey, doctors, what I want to talk about on today's podcast is chiropractic research rocks. Chiropractic, uh, my profession's research absolutely just rocks if we align, if we align and we start actually looking at things that matter to chiropractic. So one of the things I'm going to touch on just a little bit is most of the research that's done um, at the schools. I love the fact that we're doing research. I love the fact that the schools have research directors. But I've said for years and years and years, there's such a disconnect between what the research, you know, when you go to researchers, I remember I was, and I'm going to back up a little bit. I was with one of the top pain researchers in the world. And I asked him at a meeting, we're at a summit meeting in Breckenridge, Colorado. And I asked him, hey, how do you decide what research you're going to do? Do you, do you ask the clinicians what they run into? Therefore, this is what we need the researcher to research. And he explained to me, no, it wasn't that way at all that a lot of research is done based on a point system in maintaining their budgets, maintaining their, their funding, and that they have to get into top-tiered uh, research areas or research journals to keep their funding. So they know what those journals want, what research they're actively interested in. So they do research based on what the journals are interested in publishing. And I thought, wow, that's such a disconnect. And even when I would go to the college, you, know, you go to Life or you go to to Palmer and you, you go into their research departments or Life West, their research departments. And I always noticed that the dosing was always, you know, okay, we're going to do a headache study and we're going to see what happens if we adjust the person one time a week for six weeks and see how chiropractic handles headaches. And I'd be like, well, who, who does the dosing of that? Who decides what dose is right for chiropractic? And it seems like most of the colleges, the dosing is way off. It's not what the typical chiropractor would do. So when I ask, like uh, Christine Gutz uh, uh, with Palmer, and I, you know, you get to ask these people, it's because they're interfa- interfacing with the, you know, uh, National Institute of Health, or they're they're interfacing with these funding agencies, and they have to produce research that the funding agencies will accept. And so it's not, you know, it's rare that you have an organized group of providers that are actually doing research that matters, that research that shows what chiropractic can do. Now, I'm in the injury space, so I like I, I like anything that improves spinal conditions, and spinal conditions come on with injuries. So, you know, if you can improve disc herniations with, with chiropractic, great. I, I love research that shows that. If you can create uh, spinal instability with research, and you can help it. I love research that shows that. If you can, you know, radicular problems, I love research that shows that. So, uh, cervicogenic uh, dizziness or, you know, dizziness, balance problems, I love research that shows that what we do as a profession actually improves that. And so what I love, I was just uh, at the CBP annual, I'm not a CBP provider, I was a Pedabon provider prior to uh, stopping my, uh, personal or my practice, but, um, I was into spinal correction work. CBP is the biggest group that's into that work. But what I'm talking about right now is the fact that they have organized so incredibly to produce a massive quantity of research. I mean, the, the if all you went to the annual 
any any year. So the annual was, you know, I don't know when it'll be next year, but I highly recommend that, you know, if you're interested in what's happening in chiropractic, that you go to the annual because right now they have 289 published research papers and their research titles and what they've researched is incredibly impressive. They have another 26 in review that are being written. Um, they've already surpassed their goals for this year. I mean, anybody that that's done research, these usually require, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars of budget. And this is an organized group of chiropractors that are getting that research done. They're publishing it. They're doing what it takes. Yes, they have a research foundation. I donated to that research foundation. And I would highly promote anybody that's interested in furthering the progress of chiropractic, get involved with the foundation and fund it, help fund these, you know, the research that's being done. Just to give you an example of what was this weekend, there was, okay, uh, you know, how does, if you improve uh, cervical alignment, does it have a effect on lumbar radiculopathy? And the answer is undoubtedly, <laughs> yes, totally it does. Now it makes sense. We all would say, okay, that makes sense. But is there research that supports it? Oh, if it's just a lumbar problem, you should be just working on the lumbar spine. That's ridiculous. It's always been ridiculous. And it's especially ridiculous when you're, you know, you're talking about injury states and injury states in the spine. They had improvement on uh, spinal alignment and fibromyalgia. Impressive results. Uh, improvement on uh, spinal alignment for uh, lumbosacral radiculopathy. Uh, improvement in alignment for cervical uh, genic dizziness. Improvement in alignment and treatment for cervical genic discogenic radiculopathy. Cervical spondylitic radiculopathy. And cervical genic headaches. So these are just some of the, the research papers that were promoted, that were reviewed. They weren't even promoted. Hell, these guys don't promote. As a matter of fact, they should be pro promoting a lot more. Um, because I, I've been around as a doctor of chiropractic since licensed since 1988. I have never seen and I was not fully aware of what they were doing. I, I went last year and I was so impressed that I wanted to go back again this year. And this year, I, I, I like I'm blown away. I don't think I'll miss one of these again. Um, and you, it doesn't matter what technique you are. It doesn't matter if you're a chiropractor and you want published results on what chiropractic can do. You want, you, you know, so many doctors get into this, this, this BS arguments about, well, I'm, I'm more science oriented and I'm not philosophically oriented, which is just total BS. It's just, I mean, you can't have science as an organization or organized body of data to solve problems. That's what a science is. You want metal sciences or it's all the information we know about metals. <laughs> and so we can solve problems with medical. If you want electrical science, everything we know about electricity so we can solve problems with electricity. Philosophy is the reason why you organize in the first place. Oh, our philosophy is we think that we should be able to improve the planet with better use of electricity. Good, that's a philosophy. So there is no, there is no difference between a science and a philosophy. Right? Philosophy is the reason why you organize the science in the first place. They're inherent. One comes with the other. They're inherent. So all this BS that the chiropractic profession gets into, my profession gets into as well, we're more scientifically oriented and we're not as philosophical. It just, they're ridiculous communications as far as I'm concerned. They really are. They're a lot of time wasted. 
Um, chiropractic is so small within the general healthcare market. It's it's like 0.3 tenths of one percent. That's the total. Uh, that's the total market of chiropractic within the total healthcare market. So when we have these things that show, I mean, I was there this weekend and they were showing, they showed this incredible uh, case study of a rugby player that was, I believe, a professional rugby player. And he had like, I don't know, 20, uh, 20 uh, head injuries, 20 concussions in like a very short amount of time. I think it was like three years or five years. Had a lot of symptoms associated with it. Okay, they put him into a program on cervical realignment cervical adjustment you can call it spinal uh subluxation improvement you could call it spinal instability improvement you could call it reduction of the cervical spine problem call it whatever the hell you want to right when they improved the cervical spine and they improved the alignment in the cervical spine not only did the rugby player actually lose the majority of the symptoms that he was chronically suffering with but in the la- in the in the following two or three years i don't remember what they documented he had a severe reduction in concussions. Okay, that's now you can say, well, you know, I, I can poke a lot of holes in that study. Yeah, well, I can poke a whole lot of holes. Anybody can poke holes in studies that's never produced studies, that's never produced science. See, every one of us can actually post, we can, we can produce case studies. So every one of us can actually improve the science. I mean, I published three. Uh, one research paper and two opinion papers in published research articles to contribute to the science of ligament injuries. Everybody can contribute to the science. But the main thing is, is that our science is so incredible. I mean, there's just, there is a lot to our science. And if you don't think there is, you're not aware of exactly what's going on within our chiropractic profession, which is, is you know, pretty typical because we're not an organized aligned profession. But I really wanted to give a shout out to these guys and really wanted to just talk about the fact that we have incredible research and there's incredible things that are occurring within chiropractic that a lot of doctors are just simply not aware of. We have an audience here, so I wanted to bring your attention to the fact that there is a lot of science being produced in our profession. If you have interest in this science, you go to CBP nonprofit. If you have interest in the science, go to Cairo.org. Cairo.org publishes a lot of the science, stays up with it, it's free site, stays up with it, and it publishes all the you know the enhancements that we have. I don't know if they publish all the CBP papers or not, that I don't know. But if you want cost effectiveness studies, if you want effectiveness studies for treatment, if you want case studies, Cairo.org has a huge trove of research. It's one of my favorite sites. And my next new favorite uh, site for chiropractic research is the CBP uh, nonprofit. And looking at every single title that they publish is out there. You can look it up. You can come, become a member and you have access to all of those, all of those articles. And it's very, I think it's $500 a year to be a member. And you're not only a member, though, you're a member of somebody that is supporting. The reason why I did it is to support chiropractic research. We need more chiropractic research. I'm not doing all the research so I can create, I can give funds to those that are. I can give some energy that to those that are dedicated. I mean, the amount of time that it takes to do what these guys are doing. It's like, okay, where's your life? 
right? There's a lot of time. The Deed Harrisons that are out there and his team, it's not just Deed Harrison, it's, it's, it's his whole team. I mean, I've never seen an organization and in order to certify in an organization, you have to publish a case study. You have to, you have to put the money on the line and show what you're doing. Show the effects of what you're doing. And not only that, but they're not just promoting, oh, look, you know, the headache patient came in and 10 weeks later under care, the headache patient is better. No. What they're after is, okay, three years later, the headache patient is still better. They do long-term follow-up case studies. And they do long-term follow-up random controlled trials. And it's just, it's, it's probably one of some of the most impressive, uh, it's the most impressive, some of the most impressive research that I have seen and was not aware of. Again, last year I went, this year I went again. Amazing. So just want to give a shout out to those guys at the CBP nonprofit and to any of you that are contributing to the science of chiropractic. We all appreciate what you're doing. I know this was a little off what I normally talk about on the injury space, but I think it's important because I'll be talking in the future. I may even have Deed Harrison on talking in the future on the differences that occur when spines are aligned and when their alignment is improved in the long-term outcomes of whiplash, whiplash cases and injury cases. I mean, their study research is seriously impressive. So if you haven't checked them out, check them out. Doctors, as always, we run a Smart Injury Doctors program. If you have interest in our program, just call us at 800-940-6513. You can look us up on the website, smartinjurydoctors.com. We also have free resources that you can get involved with. So give us a call, give us a shout out, and we'll, and we'll get you in touch with some of these free resources. As always, I appreciate your time, your attention, and everything you're doing in the market. And thank you very much, and I'll see you on the next podcast. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.